What's up, everyone? Welcome in to a special edition of the Tuesday Track Talk. We're going to be previewing the Snowball Derby, the big race this weekend. We got a lot of things to talk about. I think all of us are super excited for the weekend that is going to be the Snowball Derby. I'm Cam. I am your tire changer. I'm Kellen. I'm your jack man. I'm also Cameron. I'm the gas man. Like I said, we got a lot of stuff to cover. We want to make this a special episode. We'll probably do a couple of these uh, as some big crown jewels come up throughout the year. We'll get spend a little bit more time on these bigger races uh, as we get throughout the year. But today we're going to focus in on the Snowball Derby. And uh, we're recording this on Thursday night. So we already got a practice session in the books uh, leading up to this. And that even pre- uh, three practice sessions uh, in the books. And that even led uh, brought up a couple of headlines as we're going along here, but uh, I guess where do we want to start? Like I said, we got a lot to cover here. I think one one note, kind of before we get into the Snowball Derby itself, um, interesting timeline with World of Outlaws and High Limit. <laughs> it's a little side tangent itself, but um, obviously Thursday today, World of Outlaws schedule comes out. High Limit puts out a tweet tonight and says, hey, tomorrow morning, noon, noon or 11, whatever it was, we're bringing out our schedule. And then as we speak, and I'll kind of keep you guys up to date as well, Rico is live on David Gravel's YouTube channel announcing where he's going. Possibly. So, possibly. possibly. Teasing, teasing it. But uh, just, yeah, that'll kind of be a recap. Things are going on a, as we speak. Yeah, we'll get, once we kind of get a grip on what's going on with the sprint car world, we'll uh, we'll kind of touch base on that. But I think that's a, a noteworthy bullet point to kind of dive into before uh we get into the snowball because we got a lot of stuff to cover. So just got yeah. one little tidbit as a live update as we go. And I think really the first place we should start here, and I'm trying to pull it up on my phone here real quick. Uh, the before entry we, list. Before we get into the entry list, Rico put out a um, survey on X and asked where he should go racing. Did either of you guys vote? I did. Oh, what'd you vote? I, I voted for uh, high limit. Oh, good call. All right. That makes two because I, I dropped the high limit vote in there too. I'll admit it, I did as well. So that was three. And I think he's doing that because, I mean, I think a couple of his best buds, Larson and Sweet, are in charge of that deal. Yep. <clears throat> so, all right. Yep, entry list. Remember. Back to the grid. Here <laughs> the we go. This is what we're here for. <laughs> but uh, no, so on the en- original entry list, we had 58 cars on the original entry list. Uh, and then we had, I believe, 49 or 50 practiced today between the three practice sessions. So very, very strong field of cars uh, in the practice sessions today. And obviously, we got a mixed bag of drivers in there. A um, couple of surprise team driver combos or stuff are some that uh, combos that we've seen throughout the year. Uh, Luke Fenhouse racing with War Rackley racing in that 26, and then Schaefer or uh, Derek Thorne racing with Paul Schaefer, who he's run with all year long. So, a couple of surprise mixtures in there uh, for this week. What are your fellows thought on those two combinations? Um, kind of uh, a note on the first one, I think when you look at the war Rackley situation, especially after what's transpired today, um, you're going to have to think that Luke Fenhouse is sitting pretty good with the war Rackley guys being, they got one car in the fence and the other one, they were changing the motor during practice. So, um, (laughs) that team itself has got their hands full today. Um, just getting themselves ready. You got to remember now that, and they've kind of hit on it already that, with the possibility of weather, there will be qualifying in some fashion. But if you don't have something to work with when you're changing a motor yep. or you're going to go back up, um, you've got nothing to go on. You're going to go, what's the last time we're here? What do we got? Uh, that's what we know we have. That's what we're going to have to go with. So, Or you're hoping that motor and car are, well, hope this is a good one. <laughs> yeah, hopefully got a rocket ship. But, um, yeah, so a little bit of. I don't want to say attrition, but it kind of is already early in the first Lighting practice. Guys, a couple practice. guys already. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, that's right. That that was kind of a development on that on the war rack with team that brought a handful of cars down. 
So, and nothing, uh, I guess, nothing super surprising on the Schaefer Thorne combo. Uh, we've seen this before and they've put together good runs. So, um, and it didn't take long for them. It didn't take long for them to get acclimated with each other again. Um, showing up in all three, all three practice sessions. Derek Thorne is in the top 15 in practice session one. I think he's in the top 10 and maybe even top five in session three. So uh, driver team combo we've saw, we've seen before and put together good race results. And I know it's only practice, but um, Pierce that team and driver combo is definitely, definitely headed in the right direction for, for this weekend. Another thing out of that too, our friend over at super late model rankings, I think a combination with Matt Weaver as well. That is the snowball derby winning car from last year. I, they asked Thorne about that and he goes, I don't really know. <laughs> they asked about it. I don't know. We we're it might be the car. It might not. Yeah. We know where the car's at, but yeah. If I, yeah. at least let me, I'm going to verify that here. But I no, believe Matt Weaver for sure. I thought posted something on that. Yeah, um, that is kind of when you talk about derby cars, um, which makes me wonder if he's had that car all year. No. See, I I don't know because at one point it was for sale. Yep, the oh, Schaefer like, car or when it was at um, the Derby winner. Sure. That car was, was that two weeks ago, three weeks ago? And let me tell you, it was astronomically. That's right. Priced. I remember you saw, I remember you sending me that. It was astronomically priced. Uh, it was a roller which, car, basically. Yeah. Yep. Put but, your seat in it and you're ready to go. Right. But might not be for sale anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. so. Yeah, and if it, it is that derby car, boy, she hasn't missed a step. That's for <laughs> sure. Oh, put put your shoes on and put a little fuel in it, and here we go, boys. <laughs> yup. Yikes, Jesus! Yeah. I know. I know. When I saw that, I'm like, good for Paulie Schaefer too. I know he's a fan favorite up here in the Midwest, and yeah. I saw something too that somebody was requesting a uh, Matt Weaver interview with uh, Paulie Schaefer this weekend to get the. Probably the best head of hair you're gonna see down there this weekend. <laughs> yeah. Exposure. yeah, but so yeah, good for them. That's I mean, we I would look back at that earlier today. He was a he was a sixteen four sixteen four eight in practice one, I believe it was. Um, the uh, poll yep. last year, the poll last year was a sixteen three thirty three. So, um, <laughs> and he was fastest by six by sixty two hundredths of a second. So he's there. I mean, that's or sixty-two thousand. Sorry, it'd be six hundred. Yeah, it was. And I just listened when I was listening to a little bit of the practice session on a YouTube video that I got posted. Um, the best part was, you know what lap he did it on? It's lap three, wasn't it? No, lap one. Oh God! His first, his first lap at speed, he went quick time, and they he made three laps, and they said, "Yeah, shut it down, boys. We're good." <laughs> Talk about efficiency in your practice times. Unbelievable. Yeah, he was so, ninth. He was ninth in, in second practice at a seven five. Yep. And then he was fifth at a six eight. <laughs> so look out, ladies and gentlemen. Oh boy. So he put the fastest lap up in the between the three sessions today. Yeah. You know, when they talk about bringing Snowball Derby winning cars. Uh, Ty Majeski did the same thing. Yep. They're in that car that won the Derby. Um, so. Which I believe wrecked earlier this year. I thought that was the car that he raced at lacrosse and he wrecked that car. It might have been. I th I could have sworn he said that that was the d previous Derby car and he brought it out for Oktoberfest. It could be. Either way, he was seventh in the first practice. He was fastest in second. And he was third in third practice. Yeah. That's yeah. So all running, he ran six six, six three, and a six three. So he's very, very consistent with his laps. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think when you uh, kind of looking down at the at the list of we'll say teams, um, kind of another interesting one and 
had a couple drivers. I don't want to say doing double duty per se, but when you look at Wilson Motorsports, um, you had William Swalich at, or you had Sammy Smith at the awards banquet. So William Swalich practiced two cars today, uh, kind of just like the same what Nassie did um, for William Byron. Yep. So you got, you got guys kind of getting an opportunity to, to test two setups basically um hey what do we got here did i like that or did i not um which could be could be the devil's advocate there when you we could like something else and it could be but say it could kick a couple of them guys that didn't get to practice today out <laughs> correct um so yeah that was that was a couple of interesting developments there with that deal so um i mean it's it's good for those guys especially Somebody like Sawalich, who um younger, he's gonna get more laps there. Again, more experience, more seat time, more practice time. Uh, there's a lot of praise around him right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, across the board, <clears throat> Swalich has been running some of those truck races. Um yep. and he's put together good runs in the truck series already. So mm -hmm. um obviously somebody that's already going to work his way up the ranks and continue to be start making a name for himself and somebody we're going to get familiar to seeing on tv so um yeah not surprised i think in practice session three he was when i saw he was pretty damn quick yeah one eighth quick in practice three 16 7 1 3 so um obviously the young stallion um has got it figured out uh, which is Good for him. Another Midwest guy, isn't he from uh, just west of here, Minnesota? Yeah, he's from Minnesota. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, what are before we kind of dig into some other headlines? Who are some guys that uh, maybe were a tad bit disappointing in practice from your hmm. guys' perspective? That's a good one. Hmm. Let me let me let me glance at the. I mean, I got an answer. I, well, I got I, a feeling. I know what's one of them. You well, I got a pretty quick answer. Yeah, at the door behind Kellen. Yeah, <laughs> struggled. Yeah, yeah, struggled. I mean, I'm kind of looking at practice. Um, I mean, you look at practice one. I'm looking at. Uh, oh, I take that back. Practice two. You scroll down. Um, you got Jet Nolan, 36th, Ryan Priest, 37th, Kraus, 38th, Qualpo, 32nd, Ruggiero, 27, Doss, 25, Hosevar, 29, Gregson, 41, Braden, 42. Um, looking at, uh, I'm looking at first one here. I was yeah. kind of using this one as kind of everybody had their qualifying trim per se, or like their, their hot stuff right out of the gate. So they can see what they got. Yep. Chase Berto was 45th. Francis was 43rd. Jones, Eric Jones was 42nd. Gregson was 38th. Sauter was 37th. Kraus 36th. Jake Finch 35th. Ryan Breeze 34th. Uh, Caden Quaffle, 30th. I know Carson, who's back in a super late mile, he was 21st. Derek Griffith. I mean, again, it's a name. It's a who's who is uh, who is not too hot. Um, if I believe locking in top 20, so 20th in the first practice was Luke Fenhouse at a 779. He was three tenths of a second back. Or sorry, yeah, three tenths of a second yep. back. Yep. Off that 482. Yeah. So here's wow. a question for you. Somebody else, Augie Grill, former champ. Pra practice session one goes twenty sixth. Practice session two goes thirty third. Practice session three goes forty third. Yep, and that's somebody that traditionally runs really well at that place, and again, is a former champ of that race. Right now, let's let's go back and let's hold that. Thought for a second. Now, this is your probably your toughest Super Late Model field of the year. So, oh, hands down. That being said, right? Well, it must some... not be because you said you're going to qualify in straight for that. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Sorry about that. 
<laughs> we were in already. We're fuck. We're in the holler. We're just we're just waiting for this whole deal to get started on Sunday. We got the field covered. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying we, we we talk about this, but I mean this is the absolute hammer of all hammers when you talk about races. So when you say you're struggling, you could miss it just a little bit and be that far off. Yeah. So, but traditionally these are guys that have been fast there for this event. Yep. But also just when they show up in a super late model, you expect them to be fast because they traditionally have been. So, um, yeah. Here's a question so, for you. Yep. What's a harder race to get into, the Snowball Derby or Slayer Nationals? Oh, God. Well, so let's let's look at this. Um, hold on. Let me find. You, I'll let, well. I'm going to throw this in here while you find your thing there. Yeah. I'm just going to, I'm going to say, and it pains me to say this because I am wearing, I am repping the uh, Slinger Speedway shirt here. Um, I, I got to say, it's got to be the Snowball Derby. Just because one, you have, I feel like you have a larger car count down there. Two, you get, I think, a lot more of a mixture of guys around the country running that race, especially NASCAR guys. I think you got a couple of guys that would only run this race and not the Slinger Nationals, even though I probably joke every once in a while that the Snowball Derby is the Slinger Nationals of the North. Um, <laughs> but I I got to say, it, it holds true as far as the hardest race to qualify for. So I got to say the Derby. Okay, so here I'm, I'm looking at this kind of statistically. How many cars lock into the Slinger Nationals? 16, I believe. Okay, so I'm looking at the qualifying results from this year for the Slinger Nationals. Fast time was an 11.304. 16th was an 11.439. So yeah. Who was 16th, Chisada? Johnny Sauter. Yes, because I, I think he was the last one to make it in, so I believe it was 16th. So what yep. is that, a tenth it, of a sec? It's .135. So... So when you look at last year's qualifying session for um, Snowball Derby, Snowball Derby, your top seven cars were sixteen three thirty three to a sixteen four twenty nine. So damn near a tenth. Pretty close to the same. Um, and then you go down to your twenty second qualifier for the Derby was a sixteen five fifty nine. So a over two. Little over two tenths. Um, so, but I mean, you, I it, mean, it's a bigger, I, I think so. Kind of, I think this is where you're headed with this. But for me, you look at that, it's twice as big a field. So you take another tenth on the spread. So let's go, let's even say for Slinger Nationals, you take 20 cars. Okay. You got an 11,463. So that's a, a tenth, about a tenth and a half. You go down to 25. 11,483, so you're still within two tenths. What was the entire field separated by? 11,304 to 11,598. So you're talking a two and a half tenths, a little over two and a half tenths between the entire field. Yep, 34 cars, you had two and a half tenths. Given you're cooking some pretty quick laps around there, so... Yeah. Yep. Eleven five ninety eight was your slowest lap. Yeah. So when you look at the Derby, first, um, yeah, like I said, first to twenty second, I didn't go all the way to thirty. First to twenty second was just about is two two or zero point two two, so two and a half, almost two and a half tons. Yeah. So, from a number standpoint, very much, um, it probably leans towards Slinger. Yeah. Yeah, for a tighter field, but um, I think when you look at the snowball, you have more, more bigger powerhouse teams. Yeah, and this is where, like I said, I think like I can't wait to see our, you know, I think a great off fo- great follow again that we've preached about before, and one that we refer to a lot that super late model ranking. Um, I'm waiting to see what he has for that strength of the field once they lock in the snowball yep. every field. Yeah, for sure. How that compares to everyone else throughout the year, too. So I almost I was tempted and I still might do it 
send like a DM or a question of like, Hey, so even though I know it's, you know, you wait till qualifying to get the official number, but what's the pre like entry list strength of field for, for this race. And how's that right. rank? Right. So yeah, uh, that'll be interesting. Yeah, it's, that's nuts. Um, I guess kind of touching on uh, some of the other, uh, me talk about big names or kind of guys that were there or even some, I would say some surprises for us that were not. Um, we talk about cup guys. You got William Byron, um, Eric Jones, Carson Halsevar, Ryan Priest. Um, and Gregson. Gregson as, Gregson as well um, for that. Travis Braden back behind the wheel. Back the in the old saddle. Yep, back. He's in the 21. So, um, And if I remember right, he wasn't too bad in practice either. No, no, he wasn't actually. Um, he where was 14th he? 14th in first practice. Um, looking at practice two. 42nd. Okay. Yep. Um, results. Let's go. And he's thirteenth in P in practice three. Okay, so a little bit, a little bit scattered, but thirteenth okay. is all derby. Can't complain about that, especially kind of nope. gets you in the show. Absolutely does. Seventeen cars into the show, and talking about Paulie Schaefer, he said it a couple of years ago. We're we we can win if we're in it, and we're in it. <laughs> yep, you can't win, win from the bleachers. Yeah, can't <laughs> yeah. win it if you don't make the show. Yep, exactly. So, no, it's good to see him back. He's been uh, turning wrenches for the Hendrick Motorsports crew now for a while and dipping his toes back into the super late. And a guy that's a little shaking it off the rust, but still hasn't lost his touch either. Yeah. Um, Kind of a couple, I would say, notables for us, or one or two or three that we would, I think, most likely see down there, Austin Nason. Did not make the did not make the venture. Um, Gabe Summers did not. Um, and then another one that I just thought of too is we we're kind of getting ready for this. Johnny DeAngelis. Yep, Johnny D. And I think another one that I'm going to throw at you. I'm just verifying the list here. Jesse Love did not make it. Yeah. And I believe the defending winner, or not the defending winner, the two uh, two years ago, Chandler Smith. Also is not here. Interesting. So you got a couple more guys that you figure would have been there and they are not, did not make the trip down. Josh Beery, last year's pole sitter. Pole sitter. Yep. Not make well, the trip. Well, given he would have been running, I forgot what car he ran last year. Or Rackley. He ran for. Rackley. That's right. That's right. Yep. Cause now he's, cause now he's got part of that. KHI team, which actually that's what Priest is running is that 62 yeah. super. I think I think uh Barry's really dipping his toes back into that late model stock though. Yep. And he's working with Rodney Childers. Yep. And both so, of them lo absolutely love those late model stocks. So that and they get to work together. Yep. Get a head so, start on everybody. It, yeah, I mean it it absolutely makes sense um from that standpoint. But you know, somebody that had an absolute rocket ship last year as well that um yeah. Is not with us for this year's events. Yep. Um, one more thing I want to point out on the entry list. So I'm looking at the Racing America posted this. They had all the names on there and they had highlighted the previous winners of the race. So out of the, we'll call it 50 cars that are down there, only six of them are previous winners. So that pulls it all on name off. Eric Jones, Derek Thorne, Travis Braden, Noah Gregson, uh, Ty Majeski and Augie Grill. So I'm going to pose this question to you. You're going to take the word out of my mouth. Uh, do you get a repeat winner? Uh, a repeat winner or the field? <laughs> Which that may hint at the race picks later on. I'll I'll let you guys ponder on that one. And we'll we'll oh, hit I've, that as we get later on. I've had my picks for two days now. I'm good. Really? Oh, yeah. No, I actually haven't kind of thought about a pick, so I've got a little worried going into this. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Oops. Um, no, it's I again, it's always a stacked entry field. Oh man. Yeah, that's gonna be interesting. I should look at last year's results too. Shit. 
should probably do that. Yeah, you probably should. That was uh, one of our three notes that we we're going to bring to the meeting. Um, that was one of mine was Derek Thorne winner in 2022. Obviously solid right out of the gate today. Question I was going to pose was, will we see a repeat winner? Or are you guys picking the field? So, well, gonna know, I mean, we don't know we're all on the same page. Here, here, I guess <laughs> you you don't have to name your race winner, but you taking the field or you taking a repeat, and you can change your mind when you go to race picks. But initial knee jerk reaction: you taking the field or a repeat? Repeat. Field. I'm taking a repeat. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I, I, I have a thought for repeat, but it's only one guy that I think could. And we'll get to that later. Okay. Before we get to the, the brace picks, just as I'm thinking about this, can we pick the same guy? <laughs> no, we got we better stick to what we've done all year. So it's a it's a draft order, which we'll do a randomized draft order for this one since we got really nothing okay. to go off of. Okay. So if yes, you want to I was like, gonna say is if, if we're picking winners tonight, I say we get two picks because we don't even know who's in the show. That's fair. I can deal you, with that. If yeah. you don't if you don't get one of the two right that makes the show, well then yeah. You want to uh you, but you want to do a snaked style then first? Yep. Yep. We can go. We can go snake style when we get there. All right. So. Um. All right. So. Um. No. Any. Any other headlines you kind of got before we kind of get into tomorrow's qualifying session? Yep. The surprise of the number five of Johnny Sauter. Yes. Very surprised. All of a sudden, yep. he says, yep, I think he surprised everybody. <laughs> I mean, yep. he surprised us. He's like. The hell's he doing there? <laughs> like I literally looked at the scoring because like he wasn't on the entry list. Yep. And I looked at the scoring and it's a Johnny Sauter. I'm like, wait, he's there. And then they talked. I saw Racing America, I think, did an interview with them. Um, and he goes, Yeah, he goes, We really didn't know we were gonna be here until Monday. I'm like, it's Thursday. Well, again, in typical Johnny <laughs> Sauter fashion, it's a late, <laughs> it's a late deal for him. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll come run. Yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> well, and he was saying, too, that and Matt Weaver pointed this out, was that funding was an issue for the past few years and why he couldn't make it down. So I don't know if, if something came up where he was able to to pull that off. Obviously, being down there for the big league was probably helped as far as, like, the transportation of it goes. Yeah. Um, and you got to wonder. He's not running his stuff either, so. And you got to wonder, maybe he's running the big league. Had somebody see that and say, you know what? I'll, I'll toss some money I'll, I'll in. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So that very well, very well could have helped him as well. Yep. Casey Roderick. Oh, that's another one. Yep. Yes. Cole, wait. Oh, is Butcher on there? I was just yeah. looking. Yeah, Butcher's in stuff. He's in his usual Wilson ride. Oh, yep. I see him now. Duh. Yep. Roderick, that's another good call, Cam. I'm just looking at some of the lot race results. Yeah, Daniel Dye. That's one surprises me. So we talk about this field. We're leaving a lot of there's a lot of guys that are Corey Heim as well. Yeah. Yeah, some big names on there last year that Didn't show up, which still got a stacked field. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, that's wild. Um, so a couple names that, well, not even a couple, a lot of names that um, kind of surprised us both ways. Uh, Johnny showing up late and a handful of guys missing. I think you know now we now we have to turn our eyes to our eyes and our minds to what is tomorrow night at six p.m. 
And that is the do or die of snowball derby qualifying. Can you walk away from that and breathe and relax for a little bit? Or are you going to be restless deciding what you're going to do with that car going into a practice session and then a last chance? So I want to point out one thing, too, that I think often gets forgotten about until you get to the qualifying session. Absolutely no one on pit road, uh, as far as team goes, any crew members, drivers can't have a cell phone on them. Only media can have a cell phone on them. Wow. So them got all them crew guys, they have absolutely no idea what they're turning. So they're relying on others as far as what they turn and where they're at. And some guy is just sweated out and all right, I'm just going to sit here as cars go around and I don't know where I'm at, but interesting. Okay. That adds to the stress of qualifying for for some guys. That's an, that's an absolute understatement. That's, that's a good call there. That I did not know. Yep. That's uh, God damn it. I always forget who, who does the inspections here. I thought it was Ricky Brooks. I thought it was, but is he still doing it or not? I thought. I don't remember. I thought they changed. I think there was a debate there. Because um, it was always it, it was always him and the Snowball Derby, the Room of Doom, that it just took forever. Yeah. Yeah, the old tech shed. That'll sneak up on you sometimes. But, yeah, so... As you're kind of kind of looking at that, there obviously this qualifying session about is probably you could say one of the top three most intense qualifying sessions of the year, potentially in any any short track racing, short track maybe even some of the the top series too as well. That could be one of the most intense qualifying sessions of the year. So. That's that's quite a wild ordeal. And and like we're kind of talking, oh, I'm gonna take a look. Um yeah, first to thirtieth last year, I did go that far, uh was almost exactly three tenths of a second. So you had you had a third uh sixteen three thirty-three to a sixteen six twenty-two was the last car in on time. So um top seven cars were within a tenth. The top 22 cars were within two tenths. Um, so they are right on top of each other. We're going to the third decimal for sure. Yep. One thing that uh, I was able to listen to a little bit of Sirius XM NASCAR radio, Channel 90 uh, radio this morning, and they had a couple of guys on there. Actually, they had the Derek trio. They had Derek Griffith, Derek Thorne, and Derek Krause. So I got to get that interview there for you fellows. But uh I was I got to listen to all of Derek Thorne's interview and they asked him, Oh, what's it like to get around this track? And he said, Well, in turn one and two, you gotta damn near hit the pit wall down if you're gonna make that corner. Because mm-hmm. if you don't, you're just gonna you're gonna miss the corner. And two, it's a very abrasive track. He said it's made up it's made out of sea seashells and something else that he says like it's just it's super, super rough. Yeah. That's and when you get the feature time, you got 300 laps. So you got to manage. I think it's an eight tire race. I think. Yeah. And you got to manage your equipment. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, but that, that qualifying session is, that's nuts to watch. Um, uh, Two of us for sure, potentially all three of us are, are going to hop on here and go live for that tomorrow night. Um, So if you're, if you're interested in kind of getting a, a live reaction, if you can't watch, if you didn't buy the pay-per-view, um we'll be on here and kind of give you um some knee-jerk reactions as um they click them off one at a time so, so i uh i got to poke fun at you guys a little bit and i poked fun at you guys a little bit earlier today and looking at who was in the uh last chance race for last year which they took four out of that race last year some guys that made that list steven nassi Derek griffith jesse love brad keselowski augie girl casey johnson michael house uh, and the one that I kind of poked fun at you guys at old Derek Krause, last chance qualifying Krause, LCQ <laughs> Krause. Yeah, I think even Freddie Kraft kind of called him that for a while. Yeah, yeah, he called him that on Twitter one afternoon. But oh man, that that extra fifty laps, so that that'll kill you. 
that'll kill you when, when you're fighting for four spots. You got a lot of cars fighting. Maybe this year be 20, 19, 20 cars fighting for four spots. So yeah, if you're gonna if you're gonna miss the qualifying show, you gotta be on the heavy end, you gotta be 35th. You ain't got much, you got 30 laps to give yourself a shot. So you gotta start at least in the top six in that last chance to give yourself a shot. Yeah, I agree. Because it's your I mean the LCQ is nothing new for him. What was it at? North Wilkesboro earlier this year, he went to a B or an LCQ. Oh, yeah, yeah. he started. Um, was it front row? Did he start front row for that one? I think he led some laps too. Yeah, yeah, he led some laps and then fell back and just locked himself in. But no, it'd be nice not to be in an LCQ. But <laughs> I'm not going to hold my breath. All about so kind of going on that. You know, we had the pill draw last night. <clears throat> Uh, Majeski drew the one for the second oh, year. Oh my god! The odds. So he posted on Twitter. Was it Twitter or Facebook? One of the. But no, I, I think he had on both. The odds to draw the one, <clears throat> two years in a row, were like one in thirty six hundred. I'm gonna look it up here just to. Or it was about one in thirty six hundred. It's well, it's one in thirty six hundred. It, it percentage wise, that's point zero 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 two eight percent. Oh, twice man. out of six, twice out of sixty numbers, roughly in back to back years. Yep. And he yeah. was. Did he draw first? Mm, no, he didn't draw first, but he was. Really I didn't early. get to watch the show. He was early. Yeah, I would say he probably was in the in the first twelve. Sure, he was early. He was certainly early. Um, and honestly, you come, you came down the stretch, and there were a lot of those good numbers left yet, probably with the last 10 drivers drawing. I mean, you still had a mid a mid to high 20s was still out yeah. there. So um, and think of this like last year, too, with how fast Ty was. He sat the entire length of qualifying, just like sitting in the I think he was in the top 10 is what he ended up qualifying, but in the top 10, he sat in that entire qualifying. Just yeah. sweating bullets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's well. Cross is right behind him. He drew the five. Sauter, I don't. Sauter wasn't too far behind him either. He he drew late, late single digits or early, yeah. early, early teens. I think. Um. So he's not. He's not far behind either. So we got a lot of Wisconsin guys going out early. Mm-hmm. So set the tone early. Right, and again, like you talk about this qualifying session, but that track is going to go through such a big transition. Oh, absolutely. You're going to go from no rubber to some rubber, and then if the dew sets in or if there's dew, that can grease the track up a little or bit. Or so. weather, as we are kind of keeping an eye on this weekend. Because yep. cause they typically run that one under the lights. They do the qualifying under the lights. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm looking up the weather here just to see if it's maybe like if it's a nighttime thing that it's supposed to rain. Cause if it is, I wonder what the possibility is of moving qualifying up. Or to Saturday, if the window is better or to Saturday, which I mean, I'm looking at it. So it's, I mean, it's not looking great. It's, it's mid forties and higher percent chance of rain all day Saturday. Yeah. If you look at, or sorry, Friday and Saturday. Well, I don't have the premium package, so I can't look that far ahead. Either way, right. So you might not even race qualify under the lights, which I think some guys are kind of setting up for too. Right, for sure. So again, that adds another element to this wild, wild. What is this qualifying session? Yeah. And then obviously Sunday will be the big one, 300 laps, straight up, start as you qualify from that too. That's another one that's full of, that's a, and that's an attrition race there too. So. Yeah, we had, you had a lot of incidents last year. I mean, you had uh, Majeski and Eric Jones get together. Um, Mm -hmm. You had Josh Berry spun twice. Um, He was involved in a couple turns there as well. Um. So those are yeah, those are 
That's intense. So then again, it comes down to not only qualifying, but then we, we start to talk about the race itself. When do you take tires? Yep. When, when do you put them on? Um, I don't know the rules specifically. Can Is this a feature that you can put fuel in the car and change tires, or is it one or the other? Uh, it tip, yes, you can do that. Cause I think they're controlled stops. Okay. Cause I know some, some of these features it's you, it's one or the other. Like when you went to the government, I think that's just, uh, I think I remember seeing the late model stocks. I think it's just their rule. Okay. Cause governor's cup was the same as well. Oh yeah, you that's do, right. You could do one or you had to do one or the other. You couldn't do both at the same time. Sure. So if you're going to change tires, you could change tires, but you couldn't put fuel in the car. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was one that you had to you had to pick your choice. But yeah, again, that comes down to the strategies. How long do you wait? Well, that could depend on how many cars are on the track or how many cars are on the lead lap too. Yep. Because if you get a long run and you got somebody that ain't afraid to let her rip, you could put a whole bunch of cars lap down early. You can come in and put tires on and and uh you could help your case too there with depending on who's on the lead lap and who's not. So, yeah, the 300 lapper, man, absolute marathon. So, um, yeah. I don't know. Are, any other thoughts, fellas? I think, I mean, there's a lot of headlines, and we're going to get more of them as we go throughout the weekend. Yeah. I got, oh. I got one, one final thought before we get into race picks. If you guys want to. Get black blackmailed. Who's a big name you don't think will make the show? Ooh, we're gonna go the other. Well, yeah, okay, no. Well, I got obviously right there's an the obviously. I mean, we're talking a lot of big names on here. A lot of NASCAR guys. I mean, NASCAR series guys. Sawalich, Eric Jones, um, Kraus, Hosevar, uh, Sammy Smith. William Byron. Are we just doing big name or are we doing guys that typically run good? I, I'm just saying in general. Throw a name out. A qualifier is anybody. Um, I was just saying, I mean, just throwing out examples, obviously, because those are some big name guys, but it's sure. like, hey. Um, So I guess, is there any... The first one that comes to probably kind of disrespectful to do, but let's go reverse. There's somebody that you don't think is gonna, well, is it, gonna make the show a big name. It's the reality of the situation, and I don't know what the provisional situation is if there's any at all. Uh, um, I think they do more Southern Super Series if they do. But one that comes to mind to me today that struggled pretty heavily in the first two sessions for sure, Ryan Priest. He yeah. struggled. I mean, <clears throat> practice session two, he was 37th. Um, where was he in practice three? Uh, well, he was 11th in practice three. Never mind. But the first two sessions, he struggled pretty hard. So I know, but again, a NASCAR guy that may be somebody that would be in line for a provisional of some type depending on how many they are to hand those out. Um, other names? Steven Assey. I'm throwing that so? one out there. I think so. He was in last chance last year. He, looking at his practice times, I mean, it's mixed bag because he was also practicing Claw, or, uh, Byron's car, but in first practice, he was 12th in Byron's car. Yep. Second practice, he was 23rd. And in third practice, he was 25th. Okay, so he's on, he's the, on the line. Right, he's on the brink. Here's one. Noel Gregson. Gregson, yep. Went 44, 41st, 38th. And finally in practice session three, he dialed it in and had it up to 13th, I believe. No, 14th. That's somebody for who for two sessions was <clears throat> another one. Circles. I, another one I think I'm looking at practice session three. Another one 
Um, and we talked about him on the podcast the other day. It would be Jet Nolan. Yeah. Practice session three, he was 36th. Um, well, let's just go out here and say it. The elephant in the room, Kraus. I was going to leave that one for you guys. He's Yeah, we're we're fighting for our lives right now. We're yeah. Calling out some big names, beep bopping around. Kraus has been... 35th in practice three. I probably don't even want to look at practice two. 38th in practice two. And then we go to practice one and 36. So 36th, 38th, and 35th. So that's yeah. on the provisional line right there. Um, that's that so I mean, that's Yeah. That's somebody, but um but kind of another one that has a little bit of a storyline and I guess not so much of a bigger name, but Cole Raz with blowing up the primary. He's to he's in a backup. Um they they blew up today, so um that's somebody um that's got a little adversity going into tomorrow night as well. So that's another one. Well, do you want to do you want me to call a shot and if he makes the show, he's not going to do anything? Cool. I'm just going to come out and say if he makes the show, Carson Hosevar. Oof. I don't he... know what it is with that late model, but every single time I swear he pulls that late model out. And he gets in the show and something breaks. Yeah. That was WIR. WIR. Uh, what's that, that big race? What's that big race in Michigan? Uh, uh, that Eric Hunter, Jones. No, not Winchester. Money in the Bank. Oh, money in the Bank. Yep. Money in the Bank. Uh, had a rocket ship there this year. Broke. Yeah. But. <laughs> I, yeah. Um, somebody who. That's a Johnny Sauter. Uh, Johnny Sauter type of deal. Somebody who's always got a good car, but just can't seem to string it together. Let's see. Kind of a common one. trend that I'm seeing is practice is so mixed bag. Like you have guys that typically that it's they're all over the place between the three practice sessions. True. Yep. We're. We're working on the pure data we have for three hours of cars on track. Yep. So that's again, yeah, that's a good that's a good point to make. You got we're working on probably a qualifying trim, a long run trim, and somewhere in between. Um so yeah, yeah. But I think right now we're that's we're just working on the premise of the data points we have from today. Yep. Because that this is what matters is today and tomorrow. So. As we've been kind of talking, I've been going through each of the practice sessions and last year's race, and I've been building up my list of drivers to pick from. And I've got extras just in case one of you suckers steal my pick. You know who kind of surprised me, actually? I would say a surprise in his, the, at least... Practice session two and three. Jacob Gomes. Yep. He was sixth in practice or eighth in practice two. Um, and practice three, was he top of the charts? He was top of the charts. So you get two sessions that he was in the in the top top eight. Mm-hmm. So that was I think that was a surprise because he kind of he came and ran Madison and him and Majeski got together and he kind of his summer was kind of quiet. Yep. Um, but he's he's shown up. Quick. I'm studying these practice sessions. Just I'm gonna I'm gonna pick a homer pick and I'm gonna pick a a let's win it pick. So oh, um okay. Are we I mean we're talking about are we ready for these picks or what? Not really, but I guess we can go for it. I just I can't decide on two guys. So well just what do you, mean you can't pick? decide on two guys. 
Let me well, let me pick in front of you because then I can pick one or two, and then you'll really be rattled. Yeah. So I've got the old wheel here. I got each of our names. So we're gonna do yep. snakes. We're gonna do snake style. I'm gonna spin it. Whoever gets here is gonna get first pick. I'm gonna spin it again. Second pick, spin it again, third, and then whoever is yep. third is gonna go first. Second is second, first is third. Okay. Can I just go? Can I just call my shot? Can I go third? Uh, Kellen, I mean, no, I, it's got to be random. I can't let you random. Do that. Okay, all right, are we, let you do that. Are we ready for the spin here? Yep, I'll I'll mark them down as we go here. So all yeah, right, and I'll put it up to the screen here too, so we got verification. Video proof. Overall yep. pick, Kellen. I'm number one. Okay, it's doing a celebration. Spin again. Looks like we're at Cameron, and then I'm third. Okay. I did not want to go third. So, Kellen, you got first pick here. What uh, What are you doing? So, pick number one. And I think you guys are going to go, oh, what? Right here. Here's my guy. Really? Steven Nassie. I've been studying this for two days and he's my guy. Wow. The Anthony Anthony Campany Anthony Campy deal is big for him. So I'm taking I'm taking Nassie out of the gate. Okay. Interesting. At least guys on the board. Yep. Cam, Nassie, who you taking, my guy. Who you taking for your first pick? You want just the Homer pick right out of the gate? What do you got? Somebody that that's Got a rocket ship, can't finish a race, but he'll get her done. Johnny Sauter. Wow. You're oh. leaving the door open for me to take two in a row on this? <laughs> go, yeah. You're leaving the door open for me. Seriously. Well, we know what your first one's going to be. Uh, I'm going to take, I'm just going to blurb them both out here. I'm taking Majeski and Thorne. Okay. I mean, you're not, you made this easy for me. Okay. Yep. Go ahead. Cam, Cam, you're up. And my um other one down to two guys. Um, late model guy through and through. Going BSing with Bubba. Bubba Pollard. Damn it! Damn it! You took my last one. I didn't <laughs> think anybody was going to take him. I had him on my list. Oh, I had him on my list. Okay. All right. Thorn. All right. Now I got to do a little thinking here because he took my took my pick. <laughs> I can't believe you guys left the door open for me on this. Unbelievable. Are okay, we doing? Gotta... Are we doing uh, golf scores on this too to kind of determine our one, two, and three? If they all make the feature, yes. Okay. Yeah, I say they get if if you so if I think one guy misses. If one guy misses, I think you gotta take your well, you could let's you do it this take way. your let's do it you like the NASCAR. It. The NASCAR fantasy does. If you're one guy doesn't make it, you you go to your garage. Otherwise you can stick your primary in for the feature. And if all all of them make it, we'll just do the golf score. Yep. So far. Okay. Um I think. Why don't we just why 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 are you guys making it so complicated? We we all picked two. Well, why somebody's are, still got to make his third pick. Let's let's let him make his third pick, and then we'll figure it out. Um, I guess uh, Willie B. He was on Willie my B. list. Yep, I'm gonna take Willie B for my final. I got I got the campy. I got the campy squad. All right. Yep. Wow. Camp, well, that, Poll that Pollard pick just absolutely threw a wrench because I didn't think you were going to pick him. Yeah, I, I that's why I said that I was going to pick. I was going to pick one homer pick, and then I was going to get a few tricks up the sleeve. I was going to pick a, just, a legit pick. I still can't believe you left those two on the board for me. I I thought for sure Thorne was going to be gone. 
You know who my next one would have been? Golms. He's in the top 10 in all three practice sessions. Yeah. So was Majeski <laughs> and Thord. I know. I, I mean, know. But, uh, uh, the parody of the field again. <laughs> good God, man. We knew if you got, we knew if he was on the board, you were going to take Thorne without a doubt. That was a given. Majeski was my first pick. Yeah. I had Majeski. I had Majeski over Thorne because I didn't think Thorne was going to be on the board. Fair. So, just oh my god! All right, so are we doing? How are we doing these? Uh, doing garage style, non garage style. I think. No, I, I think mean, we got. Why? I, why isn't it just those are your two picks and it's golf score? So and you think it like if say, they make the last chance, it's whatever that position is off last chance. Yeah, so he's he's basically saying one to fifty where they finish. You take your two numbers and you add them together. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with it. Next week we can get one compiled list, one to fifty of where the guys finished, and yep. add your two boys together and uh, say a prayer. Because I think we'll use we'll use this kind of as our next our, our off season way of keeping track of everything. Um, we'll use this whatever the finishing order of, of this is. We'll use it for the Gateway Dirt Nationals. Yep. And then you can take your pick for that because, mind you, there's only twice as many cars for that race. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we can do that. So we'll let that be our running one through the off season up until uh, NASCAR season starts. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, we've got a race picks in. What? What do we got for final reactions? Final thoughts? What? Where are we at here? Where are our minds? Well, I mean, keep an eye on the socials because it's going to drop a lot of he- drop a lot of headlines between ourselves, Matt Weaver, Race America. I mean, there's no shortage of places to get information throughout the rest of the weekend. So, yeah, like, man, I was just I, I had I had I'm excited. I had uh, racing monitor up at quarter to ten this morning. I'm like, <laughs> fresh, I'm like are they ahead? Are they ahead? Or are we get cars on track or not? Like, yep. <clears throat> I didn't have it up on the computer, but I had it up on the old cell phone. And yeah, that was uh, I was I was I'm trying. To, I'm trying to figure out where I'm going to watch tomorrow or on Sunday. I don't know if I'm going to watch here, if I'm going to go on in the living room and watch around the old big TV. I got I got to figure that out yet. But I know I know when uh, race time comes around, my happy ass is going to be sitting down somewhere watching that race for sure. Yeah, and I don't think. <clears throat> I guess final thoughts is like we've been talking the whole time. Uh, this we got the toughest field in toughest field of the year for short track, for short track racing and super late model drivers. So um, it's going to be a doozy. I wish we could throw all fifty of them on the track and let them ride. Um, just because we kind of had the conversation, it's going to suck to see some big names not even make the show and get a chance. Yep. But um, so it makes this event what it is, uh, the best of the best across the country. Absolutely. And, yeah, it's going to be a doozy. A uh, couple of side notes thing, broadcast-wise. Race is going to be on Race America. It is a pay-per-view buy. Um, I believe, Kellen, you said it was 50 bucks for Sunday. Otherwise, they do have a three-bay package uh, for tomorrow, Saturday, and Sunday for seventy-five bucks. Um, Eric Hinefeld, our boy Eric Hinefeld, is going to be down there. He'll be on the broadcast. I believe he'll be a pit reporter. Yep. You and got, Dave uh, Moody. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say Dave Moody's on the Dave call. Dave Moody's going to be on there. He was on there last year making that call uh, from MRN and NASCAR. Lead lead turn reporter for, or uh, announcer for MRN. He'll be there as well. So. Got you're gonna have the A plus crew as far as announcers go, A plus crew as far as drivers go, A plus crew as far as officials go. Hopefully, I mean you got this is this is it. This is the big one. No, that's the granddaddy. So so, any final thoughts before we wrap her up and get ready for the weekend? No, I <clears throat> I'm checking everything all the time. I'm like, wait, what's who's going on? Who's changing what? Whose cars load? I mean. Christ, I was excited Twitter. for Holler Parking. Like, can we can we live oh, stream Holler Parking? Like, I just love it. You you got the sun peeking over the back. 
And then you just, they're up in the press box and now hear this. And then you get the next hauler that comes in. It's like, yep. it's just so many iconic moments that go into this race. It's like, you just. It makes me want to go. Yeah. Makes me want to go for it all. Yep. Absolutely. So, all right. Well, that is the Tuesday track talk special edition episode of the snowball derby previewing anything and everything having to do with snowball derby. Well, a little bit, a couple of oddball things thrown in there. Cause why not? Um, no, again, if you want to watch this race, tune in to race America, it'll be on Sunday, 300 lap race, keep an eye on the weather, just in case that does hinder, uh, the racing schedule this weekend. Otherwise qualifying is on Friday. You're going to have the snowflake 100 on Saturday, along with the last chance race for the snowball derby. And then again, like I said, Sunday is the snowball derby 300. So, uh, going to be a great weekend. I know we're going to have a lot to talk about next week about it. So be sure to tune into the, the channel next week. Um, obviously if you haven't already, make sure you hit that subscribe button, you know, like comment. We always want to hear from you and hit that bell too. So you get notified of any special things that we have come out as well. So hope you get able to tune in and, uh, we'll see everybody next week.